and thank you once again for joining us for our 109th episode of Riding Through the Ages, our evolving journey through the eras of Common Rider. I am Aaron. And I'm Eugene. And today we will be watching episode 27 of Common Rider 1971, entitled Sepaterius's or Sepin ah, Santa Paris's Monster School. Centipede Monster. Yeah. It, it aired on October 2nd, 1971. It was written by Masaru Yagami and directed by uh, Itaru Orata. And this is the first time that we get, like, Colonel Zol as just, as the general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had a good intro. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, you get to see his uh, his mad doppelganger skills. Yeah, well, uh, no spoil. I'm pretty sure not spoiler, but I don't think he ever uses it again. Never? Never. Like, it's like, like here's my skill, and I think, like, all the other writers just forget that he, writers forget that he has it. Yeah. Um, Swap out an eye patch for <laughs> a whole a whole ass face. Yeah. Uh. Uh, he's mostly just the general. He's doing the plans. He does a lot of uh, intimidating people. Okay, like like uh, you mean like random and not, I about said NPCs as if this is an RPG <laughs> yeah. of some sort. I guess yeah, non playable characters. <laughs> yeah, they're all non playable characters. Yeah, it's a TV show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, like non-main characters. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. just random scientists. You're gonna do this or else. Well, yeah, I mean, they've had that plenty, uh, plenty, but they've usually relied on just the monster to do that. Mm. Like, the, the moth monster yeah. and stuff, where it's just, like, get this random scientist to do it. Here, handle my egg children so they grow strong. Yeah, uh, but it's mostly him doing it, so, uh, kind of puts Great Leader on the back burner, mm. which is, like, should be, Great Leader should be, like, the big thing, instead of just, like, yeah, micromanaging his organization. Yeah, it's like why is he why is he so worried about this one outfit when he should be worried about the entire world? Should be worried about what Hongo's doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so does that mean that uh, none of the monsters take control ever again? I mean, for a long time, like it's always him doing it, and the monsters are just kind of like. No, they have personality. Well, sort of personalities. Uh, they like talk and stuff. Okay, but uh, but he's always in charge. Okay, so it's no longer they. They have their own troop of people doing. Yeah, it was like it's like how it was in the last episode where it's like it's Colonel Zol. The monsters under him, and then everything else is under the monsters. But they all actually under Colonel Zol. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We got a email some facts from uh, Noir. It says uh, despite the fact that he's both definitely a Japanese man and definitely a Nazi, Colonel Zol is. Uh, has what sounds like the most Russian name ever. It is Colonel uh, Barakashin Ivanogashki Zol. <laughs> so I, I wonder how many names they kind of slap the middle, together there. Uh, the middle name is is in Russian style, which implies Zol has a Russian father named Idavonka, uh, and Zol is a Russian for agony, uh, angry. <laughs> uh, Antil Thunders, remember we couldn't pronounce it right, uh, oh. real name is just uh, Hell Thunder, which is usually a pun in Japan. The antlion is called the Aragook, uh, Goku or Ant Hell, which I guess makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, less, less sense is why he doesn't have thunder or even lightning powers, because he's <laughs> he, made his, he made it rain sand. <laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, literally almost every Showa villain comes comes back for spirits, including Obrasil. Um, oh, I guess the, the the Near and Middle East is an antiquated term for what we just now call the Middle East. The difference was the Near East was everything west of the Ottoman Empire, and everything east of that is the Far East. Now mm. just sort of all of the Middle East. So maybe in the 70s they would have actually said, okay, yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, okay, so they, so they certainly weren't speaking of China. Yeah. Because I remember it was like, what, what's, what's the Near East? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tachibana created the Cyclones, which were their bi- their bikes. Right. He's apparently a mechanical genius, even if he's a bit of dope sometimes. Half the reason he returns and all the all the time is because he's the mentor, and the other half is their excuse to give Common Rider a rider machine. Right. <laughs> so he's the he's the the guy in the Pokemon games that just has a bike shop. Here, yes. Here, advertise this or pay a million dollars. Yes. <laughs> wow, that was a hard choice. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, here's the same bike, but it has a sticker with the bike shop shop name on it. Deal. Um. There was that guy who sold um, him wearing T-shirts himself. Like, he sold companies wearing, uh, like, he av- he sold the space of his T-shirt as advertiser space. Oh, I'd do that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if that was, like, anybody that wants to sell advertising space need- that needs to use my shirt, <laughs> just, hook, you know, send us an email. I'm, yeah. I'm friggin' ready. Yeah. Uh, so if you have any, uh, if you pick up anything in the uh, Common Rider shows that we don't check, because we don't check most things, uh, it's our 
it's not that we're lazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is what we're lazy, but it's not that we're lazy. It doesn't need to be mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> it's that we want to have a most authentic experience. That's right. <laughs> if I if I know too much, then I. And in 1971, they couldn't check the internet, so I would just right. won't check the internet. It's product product of the time. Matter of exactly. fact, I'm lying in my house with asbestos just to get that feel yeah. of the 1971. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, and uh, just taking up smoking as health reasons. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, <Yes>. no. <laughs> you can email us at uh, fanboyopinion at gmail.com. You can follow us on the website, fanboyopinion.com, or you can add us at Twitter, fanboy underscore opinion. So, yes, thank you for the email, and uh, thank you for checking us because we don't check. But uh, we also forget what we talk about. Yeah, no, that's, that, that's also the, another big thing, too, because it's like, oh, I'm going to look that up when I get home. I get home and just jump on YouTube. Yeah, it's just like whatever. Couldn't remember. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I forgot like, to write that down. This is like, this is like, why isn't my phone listening to me this time? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it needs to be reminding me of things that, like, uh, that's why I've started using incognito mode for just my searches. Yeah, you never know, because oh, they've they've now identified you as female for some reason. Uh, yeah, my Google right now, I don't know what I did, but it is sure I'm uh above fifty five years old and I'm a woman. Your mom probably just searched one thing. <laughs> use your phone for like one thing, and then they'd be like, "Nope." Uh, yeah, I, I already know what to do once I get osteoporosis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm any, prepared for mini- menopause any day now. <laughs> so anytime I'm like, I wonder what this like health thing, like what it is, or something like that. It's like incognito mode because I don't want to just get bombarded with like every medicine, like vitamin ads, and like all this stuff. <laughs> Um, so yeah, anyways, uh, common writer, uh, yeah, yeah so this is, yeah, so this is like almost like what we consider like third season mm. of, cause they usually do 13 episodes. So the first right. 13 okay. episodes was Hongo, Hongo. Second one was just introducing Nico kind of showing them. Yeah. And it's just, almost like advertising their own show. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. Going around Japan, the source of Japan, establishing Nico as the common rider. And this third one is like Zol. Right. Uh, and we'll never see Michi again. <laughs> no, I think they still. I, I'm exaggerating. I just. Uh, there is a time where they stop showing up. Right. But uh, I don't remember. It's different for every one of them. Like they just stop and then, or they'll like, they'll skip a several episodes and then they're like, oh yeah, that's who they are again. It's kind of like how real life, in real life, people just like kind of fade away they out come of your and life. Go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not that you stop talking to your best friend from childhood. It's just, no. yeah, you don't have to have you a, like actively, like, it's like, it's, it's not like you have a going away part in like modern TV shows. It's like you have to have a going away party for every person. Yeah. Somebody's moving and then they have the big, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's a cake and somebody's having trouble making it. <laughs> yeah. It's One like, person's thinking about whether or not they should confess I like somebody at work they 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 left and i'm like have a nice life yeah <laughs> it's like hey it was good it's good talking yeah it's like, man good. i've been good. working for with you for seven years have a nice life right <laughs> bye yeah uh so yeah that's like how it is more in real life and like there's no telling like the extra stuff mm-hmm. um so uh yes uh but like yuri i think is in it longer than anybody else because of Goro. Mm. There is actually, in this next section, I remember there's, like, more Goro stuff. Okay. Where it's just, like, you yeah, know. It's, like, for for a minute there, I was wondering if he was or he was going to be one of the first ones to kind of just no, stop being no, used. No, it's, like, because a lot of times it's, like, oh, like, Goro knows this kid. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, that's why I, I'm starting to feel like he's a little underutilized, because, I mean... He's, somebody, he's a good actor. The kid's a good actor. Avenues. Yeah, I figured, honestly, I was thinking that he'd be the first to go just because he's a child. Um, and they would just be like, ah, oh, okay, well, he's gotten too old now for this, or, you know, he hits that, that Macaulay Culkin point where you just stop being cute well, the and you thing start is being this, a teenager. This is like, this is, uh, like, we get, like, have this mentality about it because of, like, how American shows are done. Right. Where it's like, we'll do, like, we, we film all of them, and then it's a year's worth, it's, it's a year before we start filming it. They're just constant. So they, 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 they release an episode every week, and they film an episode every week. Right. It's constant work. <laughs> so it's like, um, especially around here, uh, again, I always bring it back to, like, Doctor Who, but they, uh, up until the 80s, when they filmed, they, like, they filmed, like, two days. The sh- they filmed the show in almost, like, two days. It was, like, up until the 70s. They just filmed the show in, like, two days. They rehearsed for two days. Wow. And especially in the 60s and the 70s, Cuts were expensive. Right. 
That so makes they, sense. So they like they filmed. They actually like acted like it was a play almost, mm. with really long sequences. Yeah, and like I when they made that. mistakes, just kept going. Yeah, so, just just don't worry about it. Yeah, they probably have that um, uh, improv mentality. Yeah, well, it's like uh, in the first Doctor, he never got one of the characters' names right. It was Chesterton, and he just called him Chesterton. And so they just became like the joke that that's how the doctor says his name. Oh, okay. The, the, the doctor just, the doctor just like never actually learned how to say the guy's name right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, there's not as um, as bad in this because also it's later. That was in the nineteen. That was in the early sixties. This is in the seventies. Right. So they can do like location shoots and they have some editing capabilities and stuff. But they still like just do it like really quick. Yeah. I mean, the, the the more time you spend on it, the less money you're making overall. Yeah. I mean, even now in Common Rider, I think they film entire like 48 episode series in the course of like 10 or 11 months. Mm. Uh, they might be able to extend it because they start pre-production. So they start filming before. And so maybe maybe 18 months at the most. Okay. So they film they film like 50 episodes in a year and a half. You know, yeah. <laughs> considering the fact that like we have shows now, it's like twelve episodes, and it takes three years. <laughs> right. I mean, how many no episodes kidding. does it get Game of Thrones? Oh, uh, depends on the season. Sometimes it's like eight, eight, and then they took like two years to make that. Yeah. And I mean, the, they spent like nine budget. billion dollars on exactly, <laughs> and it's just like, and to be fair, I mean, I'm not. Uh, you know that I don't take, like. Yeah, Game, take it with a grain of salt. I don't like Game of Thrones at all, but uh. Somebody out there sharpening a blade right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, I think every single com- season of Kamen Rider we're watching is better than Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> even 71. It's and like, I, well, you know, okay. So we, you're saying like even 71. There's a there's a, there's a a charm to it. I mean, yeah. we've talked about this before. Sometimes you just need to reset. Like sometimes it's, it's nice to watch a show and not have to worry about if characters, like somebody does something, like they have an established plot for this character and this is the idea you're supposed to get from this person. <laughs> then they do something totally different and you're like, no. I refuse. Whereas something like this, you're like, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's, I expected this. Yeah, expected 71, not... it's like, a, obvious it's a different show. Yeah. But, like, uh, you can't even really compare, like, Kuga, when it's good, it's better. Mm-hmm. It's, like, way better than anything, I think, uh, uh, any of what I've seen of uh, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Just Game of Thrones has a bigger budget. Um, That's an understatement. Yes. <laughs> but, like, the stories that they tell in, like, it's like, it's like Game of Thrones has its own ecosystem compared to Kuka's budget. Yeah, but like Double and Zero One, I think they're actually dealing with bigger issues. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, <laughs> Game of Thrones. Okay, I do, I do, I did enjoy it for a while, and it has a lot of good ideas. Um, some of them not capitalized on, some of them extended for no reason other than hey, we need this kind of story because of the times right now. Yeah. Uh, which kind of pulls away from the actual story. The problem with Game of Thrones, if I had to sum it up in one thing, the problem for me is there's a bunch of useless plot that you think is useful because you're watching it, and then you see how it ends and what it actually meant for the overall story, and you're like, wow, I really wish I hadn't spent 10 hours with those characters that meant nothing for the sake of story, air quotes. Yeah. Um, so you're saying you could do with a Kai edit? Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> you could, if you just chop that up, exactly. Yeah. Like, let's just get to the plot then. Where, where does this end? We all just, apparently, we all only care about the dragons. <laughs> okay, 45 minutes of show. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I mean, like, okay, so we say about what the common writer is they kind of, not with 71, but with the other ones, they kind of know where it's going. Mm. But they do change. They do change the, as they're going on, mostly due to toy sales. The big one was Gaim, where the where the secondary writer became a much bigger part of the show. Mm. Because, mostly because the actor was really good. And he, like, made that character his. Mm. So they made that character, like, more a bigger part of the show. Right. Um, And that's that's happened, like, a couple of times where, like, they'll change something because the actor is better than they thought they were or anything like that. But like yeah. the, the overall, like this is where we're going at the end of the show. It's kind of like set. Yeah. An outline where, whereas like most American shows, there's just like, well, oh. oh yeah. They're like, okay, we wanted to do a one season show with an ending, but oh, now it's eight seasons and it's not going to make any sense. Uh, two episodes in a se- season two. Well, like uh, supernatural is supposed to be five seasons. It was planned for five seasons. Yeah. No. And you can see that. It went 15. Yeah. I was saying, <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. When season six comes around, you're like, what are they doing? <laughs> season seven, they're just like, what? 
Uh, and I'm not saying it's not there aren't enjoyable things about it, but for sure. Oh no, uh, I still watch ten seasons of this show. Yeah, but even uh, stuff like Dragon Ball Z, because we're talking about the Kai cut or the Kai edit. Yeah, after Frieza, the power scaling just goes. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, it goes from it goes from uh, uh, King Kai freaking out about Frieza being the ultimate power in the universe, and you find out that it, throughout the course of the series, where we are now in Super. Like what? He might as well be that farmer that Raditz did the the thing <laughs> yeah, on. You yeah, know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Power level five, <laughs> and that I feel like that's an understatement. Uh, uh, yeah. So, um, and then the thing, the and the part that bugs me the most about it is like King Kai still knows about like Brawly, for example. Yeah. You telling me you knew that and you were freaking out about Frieza as the <laughs> yeah. ultimate power? You knew all these other guys existed and you were freaking out. Yeah. So sometimes you can't extend. Well, DBZ being an exception, you, sometimes you can't extend a story past its its end point without it. Uh, being like, no, nope, that was bad. That was a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, most of them usually are. It's like, yeah. Uh, once it actually successfully worked, were like, how long? I was, I think it was five years for Babylon Five. Mm. It was actually five years long, and to the point where like, uh, they thought they were gonna cancel at the end of season four. I don't remember exactly how long it was, but the season before the final season, mm. they thought they were gonna cancel, and so the last episode he did, the guy who created it, he did a like. A future episode. Oh. So the last episode was like five years later. Oh, okay. And like. I think I with, see where this is going. With like no explanation or anything. And so everybody's just like, what? We got to figure out. So now then, they're curious again. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> so they kind of reignite it. So there was a whole new season. The last season explained not to where they got that five years later. It was like, it was another year of the show. But like, it's like after that show, you're like, oh, yeah, I can see where everything was five years ago. Oh, OK. Five yeah. years from now, where it's like it gave you a little bit more context or, or uh, connected a few more dots. That way you can. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't from A to E. It was A, B, C and now E. So you skip D. Yeah. But you kind of you can fill it in. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, but yeah, then he managed to get the last season and he did it. So and then everything kind of sort of made sense. It's still Babylon 5, but um, which was a lot better than people thought it was. But. It didn't have the backing of a. It was a televised. It was a uh, serialized show. So a lot of people thought it was on the same uh, level as like Hercules and Xena. Okay, because they yeah. were like together. Right. Uh, so it didn't have the backing of like ABC or something like that. Mm. Where like everything needs to have that now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it was it, it and also because of that, uh, it was harder to follow because it was like every channel aired it at a different time. Right. So, anyways, that that Babylon Five cast is a completely different story. Yeah, well, I mean, all all of that, all of that was to to come back to the point that Common something Rider's like Common Rider seventy one, you could do uh, an episode every day forever, and it it would be yeah. one of the things you already. Know, it's going to be the same expectations as if you yeah. you first went to it. Like yeah, I'm that, not that's, expecting that's all to say that Common Rider's better than <laughs> Game of Thrones. Um, uh, I stand by that opinion. Uh, fight me, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it's like bring your dragons, whatever. Yeah, bring your dragons. I got a rider kick. Yeah, any one of these common riders could beat all those dragons. Yeah, you know that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. We need to take Game of Thrones and edit in common rider. Just be like, that's it. Yeah, just take season your feminism. eight. <laughs> <laughs> and then do a collage clip thing, like a weird. Here's the story if it was Common Rider. Like everything that everyone has trouble with, just explain it away with Common Rider being there. Yeah. Rider kick. Rider <laughs> kick. Rider kick. He could, like, Common Rider, like, 71 could probably Rider kick a dragon back into an egg. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and the thing is, you'd just be, you'd be like, what? But yeah. Just uh, move on. Wizard literally wrote a dragon. Uh, well, so does, uh, uh, no, I guess that's it. Yeah, I've got nothing. <laughs> Saber rides a dragon, and Ryuki has a dragon also. But uh, in, Se in Wizard, he jumps, he rides the dragon, he jumps up, his motorcycle? His motorcycle forms into a dragon claw foot around his foot, and then he does a giant kick with it. Okay, okay, okay. So is, <laughs> is the dragon the motorcycle? No, well, no. Oh, so, so he has a dragon and a motorcycle. Yeah, and his, motor his motorcycle... Latches into the dragon and becomes how he rides the dragon. Okay, and w in which one was it that has uh, an iguana on a pirate ship? That's on ghost. That's okay. completely different. So thing. motorcycle iguana pirate ship. Yeah, that's a completely different thing. And that's ghost. Yeah. All right. <laughs> His motorcycle becomes a dragon foot, and then he does a kick. Yeah. Okay. But well, he, he also kick, has a dragon. He, he, well, well, he kicks your despair. Does literally, he? he kicks your despair. Oh. To bring back your hope. Okay. He literally enters your psychic space and kicks your despair as a monster. Just take that. <laughs> Try to. Uh, should, 
ask yourself this question. Should you be watching Common Rider? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. And Do you that- want to see somebody jump off a dragon, use their motorcycle to make a dragon foot to kick your despair and bring back your hope? Yes. And that show was one of the boring shows. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked you to repeat the sentence because they thought they just had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, what? That's, you're like, yeah, that's that's, that's like one of the boring concepts that come into Common Rider. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're just a, just just give the elevator pitch of double. It's just yeah. like <laughs> try try to sum that up in no more than three sentences. Uh, how would I how would I even say that? It's like, consider if heroin gave you superpowers. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> now. <laughs> Make that a detective show. <laughs> right. PCP detective uses, or, uh, yeah, uh, abuses autistic's ability to know everything to. It's like one of those jo- jokes to beat like. Beat down heroin. Uh, uh, I think I actually said it was like a Twitter thing of like poorly explain a seasonal common writer no. things like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's a trend. Like uh, uh, one sentence but wrong or something like that. I can't remember how it was put. Yeah, I, I think it was poorly explained. Yeah, like poorly explained a manga or something like that. Yeah, or it's even just, a movie like Lord of the Rings. Yeah, or it's just yeah. like friends go on a journey to destroy some jewelry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, yeah, it's like a old man takes little people on a journey across the country to destroy jewelry something like that. Yeah. yeah where you're like, wait, what? <laughs> you actually watch it? You're like, okay. Yeah. I guess that's technically it. Yeah. Anyways, okay, let's go watch. Uh, let's see how inaccurate the concept of Santa Paris' monster school. Yeah. See how it, much a school has to do with any of this. Yeah. And uh, we will be back. Ici. Okay, and we are back, and this is an episode of Common Rider, dude. It's it's great. In fact, I have so much I like about it that when it gets to the to the suck and segue part, I'm probably gonna already have said everything that I liked about it. Yeah, like my I, I do have a uh, a suck, but it's also like a charm of it. But yeah, kind of. I mean, that was the thing. There's so many things I could say suck, but really, I just liked it because it was so stupid. Because uh, it's just like so Common Rider seventy one. Yeah, I mean, I had to I had to nitpick. But this is like kind of how the feel of the show is for this next like. Zol stuff, uh-huh. where it's just like, oh yeah, this is an utterly ridiculous plan that would be utterly terrifying if like it was actually done correctly. Yeah, like it it would work, it could work. See, and like also, you're like this one episode could be the premise for an entire sh- like yeah, show. This could be its own season, its own season, own show, own like whole like six season episodes of like premiere yeah. television or something like that. Yeah, it's this is, like this is Common Rider Revice right here. Yeah, <laughs> Revice. Um. So it starts off the opening, great opening, and anyways, back to it, and then uh, we get to see the confusion of, like, who knows about Kamen Rider, and what knows... <laughs> yeah, who does and doesn't know, like, is he a secret, point, or is he real? At this point, there's some kids. Yeah. So what it is, is it's Four kids. kids. Four kids, one kid on a bike, and he's wearing a Kamen Rider mask. And he's chasing three kids that are all dressed up like just random shocker troops. Well, two the two boys have, like, face paint on, like... The original shocker shocker troops before they yes. got the masks, and the girl is dressed up in like like a ghillie suit. Yeah, she's got like so she's like the like monster a stick with you know leaves on it. Well, she's wearing like a suit that's got uh-huh. like leaves and stuff attached to it. So yeah. she's the monster. So they they understand the setup. The, yeah, they understand the setup of the and show. They actually say later e- on about e- like e- yeah they say e- e- e. they call themselves shocker, uh-huh. and it's just like wasn't it like just a couple of episodes ago? Secret organization. Secret organization, and they tried to say something about shocker, and no. Nobody knows what they were talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, oh, you've defeated us. Uh, yeah, great. so they're just they're playing around <laughs> and they do writer fight and uh, and at, at a certain point they're like, okay, well, so now it's my turn to be common writer. And the kid's like, no, you said I could be common writer all day, and they're like, oh, it sucks to be shocker. Like, they always lose. So it turns out them, they're chasing him. <laughs> And they're like, give me back. And he's like, no. And then they, no. And so he runs off on his bike. And then just some random guy. Yeah. Just random dude, like, stops the bike from moving. Like, comes up, grabs the handlebars. Just, you know, this is, uh, like, I'm thinking right now, this is the only scene we ever see this guy. Yeah. He never comes up again. No. He's just the, he's the stranger danger guy. And he's just like, oh. And and the kid's like, oh, I'm sorry, because he thought he just ran into this guy. He's like, hey, I got a puppy in the van. Yeah, he's just like, he's like, you guys like Kamen Rider? And they're like, yeah. You want to meet the real Kamen Rider? We're friends. Yeah, so the three, okay, so the kid on the bike is the one that's hesitating. The other three are like, heck yeah, let's do it. And he's just like, we shouldn't stay out too long because my mom is like, well, he's the one getting the creepy vibes. He's like, well, you don't have to come. And all the others are like, I'm going to go see Kamen Rider. Yeah, it definitely, (laughs) definitely high level 
pedo technique. He's like, okay, well, if you don't want to see the puppy, then I'll just take it. And he just walks off. Yeah. And so the kid's like, is, okay, no, wait, wait, wait. This is a good lesson. Yeah. Don't get into a van with strangers. Otherwise, they'll brainwash you until becoming a shocker yeah. soldier. Yeah. Um, so, and there's a van. That's the best part, too. It's like, you walk around the corner, there is a van. The van. He's just like, hey, come in to my van. Yeah. And we're going to drive off. Yeah. They drive. Because once they get all in, the, all in the van, he closes the door. You see him look at the screen and smile. Like, he, he, yeah. You know, he's, he succeeded. Um, and then we see a scene of this concerned mother's coming to look for the children, and they find the abandoned bike, and they yeah. know, oh, my God, has he been kidnapped? Yes. Yes. Uh, so then it's driving, and the kids are like, so— uh, Oh, they're super excited. They're excited, but the one kid is just yeah, like, one, so uh, yeah. how far away? It's like, oh, it's not the— so close. Are you worried? He's he's closer than you think, and they're like, is he in the car? And they're like, check the back seat. And, yeah. and then like, centipede. Uh, yeah, just a giant monster. Like, as a kid, this would be freaky, man. It would be. Just as those actors. Honestly, no, as an adult, it'd be freaky. <laughs> you just, like, even if you didn't, like— yeah, you, like it, Think about it. You're a hitchhiker, and they, you're in the back seat, and the dude tells you to look behind you, and there's somebody dressed up in a weird monster. <laughs> Outfit. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, for those kids, it's Fight not a guy in an outfit; in. it's an actual monster. Yeah. But even if it was just a guy in an outfit, <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm getting out, man. <laughs> yeah. If in fact I feel like I would be more worried because it's like, what are they gonna do to me? Yeah, the monster. You think maybe he's gonna eat me, and that'll be the end of it. <laughs> yeah. Creepy guy in a so suit. So he does. He does this. Uh, Okay, so he, he grabs his he, he holds up his thumbs and he like crosses them uh and, and there's like some noise moving him back and some and forth. Yeah. And he tells that it's his like hypnotic powers. Yeah. So they're they're hypnotized. Um and then he's like, Haha, I am the great Centipedus and I got you and then uh he gets a call on his, his phone and it's like, uh, Colonel Zoll. I've got your and the guy's he Zoll's like I've got your second directive and he's like what is my second directive he's like I got you a new target <laughs> it's this girl who is uh who is a genius just like those kids yeah we're, we're just gonna <laughs> go with uh, Nami yeah. Uh, and he's a genius, just like those kids. I'm like, these guys weren't very smart. Yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so we they're brilliant students. That doesn't necessarily mean they're actually smart. Yeah. There's a difference. Uh, anybody can memorize stuff. They're uh, uh, they have potential. They're clearly not critical thinkers. Yeah. They're gonna fit well in the mold of you know the cog of the machine. <laughs> the Japanese do your work, don't question it. <laughs> yeah, get into the van. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then it just shows this girl, yeah. she's at her house, she's studying, and she says something that's, like, interesting. Yeah. C- that, uh, like... I wonder if Goro's working hard d- d- at studying. Yeah, so, so it's like, it turns out that, like, this girl who has been chosen by the Shocker supercomputer to being, the, at like... At random. At, well, not at random, because she is the... Uh, one of the genius kids in the well, world. At, at random amongst genius <laughs> children yeah. in Japan. So she's considered one of the smartest kids in Japan. She is trying to catch up to Goro. Yes. So that means like he is Goro- her rival. So that means Goro is a genius. <laughs> yes, he's a brilliant student. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, and that adds up. I mean, <laughs> it adds up. Whereas, but it, I can see, or he's just like, it's he's a genius, but he just doesn't want people to know he's a genius. Yeah, I can know? see. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Also, Goro is out of all these kids, he's the way the most mature. Mm-hmm. I mean, he acts like he he overly is matured acting. Like in 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 previous episodes, you know, he's like he acts like an adult. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's an adult act, but it, he still knows what is right for an adult to act like. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's not obnoxious ag- about it. No, but he, uh, so it's just like, oh yeah, Goro's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, if they ever bring Goro back, he's like this lab scientist or something. Oh, like that. sure. It would be great to have. Secret Age of Goro, man. No, um, like, if it was, like, now or something like that, Goro to be the guy who creates the common Rider system? Yeah. You know, he, like, this is a scientist, creates yeah. a new common Rider system. How old would he be right now? He'd be, like, 60-something? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he'd be the, the venerable old... I mean, they would even... They didn't even have, have him in the whole show. He gets blown up at the start of the show or something right. like that. Yeah. You know, but he could easily be the guy who created the Rider system. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because uh, that's usually what they call it in most of the shows is writer system of one sort or another. Right. Uh, so anyways. Uh, a little girl gets snatched up. Just right out from like, said appears, just walks, broad daylight, opens up the sliding door, grabs her, and, out. and you're just like, is it Holy that easy shit. to kill a kid? Kidnap <laughs> <laughs> a kid? It's like, jeez. Like, <laughs> gotta pull the stats on that one. <laughs> yeah, so, so. yeah, she's like studying in her room. Yeah. And he just sliding door grabs her out, yeah. and then mom walks in two seconds later. Like, where, where'd where, you go? Where, where'd you go? She looks down at the the desk and sees a notebook written on it. Must beat Goro. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just like the uh, the easiest uh, kidnapping ever. It seems like yeah, kids are just walking into Shocker at this point. It's like ridiculous. 
So uh, it goes to the next scene, and it's seemingly several days later, based on the context of the conversation. At least the next day, because Tachi or not ironic. um, Tachi walks in. He slaps the top of Goro's head and is like, "Hey, what are you? What are you doing?" Because he's like kind of mopey. He's sitting on the. He's like grumpy on the couch. And Goro just stop it, you idiot! And he's like slapping his hand away. And he's just like, "Whoa, what's up? Yeah, what's going on here?" And then Goro like starts huffing and puffing to leave and runs into Hayato. Hayato, and turns out that like Hayato's not as invincible as as we think he is in his normal form. Yeah, because. Uh, Goro can hurt him. Yeah, because he, he's <laughs> like, hey, what's going on? And Goro just like, get out of my way, idiot. And he stomps his foot hard and like pushes him to the side and runs out the front door. And, and, and this is like, what's up with him? Yeah, and this is like, what's when, going on? This is when uh, Tachiban is just like, well, his his girlfriend didn't show up to school today. So he's a little grumpy. So he's yeah. a little grumpy. And then this is when Mari's like, apparently she's also his rival. Yeah. Uh, and this is when uh, Hayato is just like, that's that, that that's, 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 worry, that's, wor- that's worrying. And yeah. he's just like, why? He's like, well, look at this newspaper. Obviously, they cover every fact ever. Yeah. And they just so like, there's been a, a rash of disappearance amongst brilliant students in Japan. Yeah. And um, so, and, and so they're, and they're just like, shocker, shocker. It's got to be shocker. Shocker. Yeah. What else could it be? And then, and then they're just like, why would shocker? <laughs> this is great. So Taki's just like, why would shocker want kids? And it's just like, well, Zol's here. And, and then all of a sudden, Taki's like, Zol kidnapped kids in other places too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, like in, yeah, in the near and far east. And, yeah. and, but then they're just like, why didn't you come up with that thing before? Yeah, you should know. <laughs> it's like, why did you have to wait for other people to give you this information? And I love it because it's like, does Mar does Mari Todd Mari know at this point? Because he's just just in this conversation about like I mean they know he's an FBI agent, uh huh, because uh, he doesn't keep that very secret. Um, but it's just like oh Yuri, yeah, yeah, because his y- sister's there. She's the one that said he was yeah, Yuri, not Mari. Yeah. Uh, Yuri's there. So does she know common? He's common writer. I don't. We we never. Yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, whatever they need her to be. Um, so it goes to Zol and he's talking to the kids and. Basically, he's given the given us the viewer the speech to them, yeah, <laughs> about how they're now junior shocker, yeah, and they're going to be trained to you know destroy the world and fill, fulfill their plan, not yeah. his plan, their plan. Child soldiers, man, yeah. that's what that's what this episode of is about. <laughs> Child soldiers, and they respond with e. Um, and then he's like, okay, let's, so, you know, lesson 101, handling bombs. Yeah, first class is handling bombs. I'm like, I should have gone to this school. Right? <laughs> you know, they file out, and uh, one kid this remains. Gonna be, this is going to be like the joke of, like, Hogwarts, <laughs> where it's just like, yeah, you know, bombs, guns, poisons, but you can't figure out a tip. Yeah. <laughs> Math, though? Uh, 15%? Uh, abracadabra. Abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, one kid remains behind, yeah. and Colonel Zolf sees him, and he's like, what do you want? The kid says, oh, well, uh, sir. It's the girl. I'd like to recommend one more uh, person for uh, the program, <laughs> and it's Goro, obviously. Yeah. And so he's going to go for that. Why not? And Maybe so it was thing, even part of the plan the whole time. Well, the thing is, is like, I mean, it just even says, it's even said later, but they know Goro. Goro is known to Shaka, yes. which is probably why the computer didn't spit out his name. Right. Because they're like, nah, what's the point of... Yeah, uh, we're not going to get him. Screw it. Yeah. Uh, and Plans then, will be foiled immediately. Yeah, they'll be like, they know that Goro hangs around Common Rider. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be an interesting story where, like, your best friend is, like, a superhero or something like that, but you don't know. But the bad guys know he's his secret identity and know that you hang out with him, so, like, the bad guys don't mess with you. Yeah, they'll mess with everyone else <laughs> in your school. But. And, and so and one day at school, he's just like, I don't understand. I mean, like, everybody in our class has been kidnapped. I don't understand at one point or another why I haven't been. It's like, I guess you're just lucky. And it's just like, don't ever touch him. It's instant attack from the co- the hero. Right. <laughs> Yeah, there's no plausible deniability. Yeah. He'll know right away. Shocker plot. Uh, so it goes to see Nagoro, and he's outside of the kid's house, apparently. I'm sure he just attempted to see if she was home, and she yeah. wasn't. And he's like, what the heck, you know, kicking the dirt. Uh, and then we see her in a van being driven and yelling his name. And he's like, oh, Nami. She's like, Goro. And so he runs out. Like chasing after it, but it just zooms off. And then a taxi pulls up. He, he yells down a taxi, and he's like, I'll pay you later. Follow that truck. You follow that van, and so it does. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the funny thing is, is taxis are super expensive in Japan. Yeah, I bet it's like they're expensive here. Uh, uh, no, it's, it's like nineteen dollars like, per stepping in. It's like it's like five hundred. It's like five bucks for like a hundred meters or something like that for the first hundred meters, and then it's like seven fifty for the next hundred meters. Damn. And it's just like you only do it if you absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Uh they make jokes about it sometimes in, in, in J dramas with like super lazy people who are like 
get a taxi to cross the street or something like that and they think it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> like someone who's super rich and super lazy will like get into a taxi to like move a block down the street or something <laughs> like that it One costs block. like it's cost them like 12 bucks to go down a block or something <laughs> uh so the the taxi you, you drive, know they're zooming after him yeah they catch up to this parked van and Goro jumps out and he's like, you know, screaming her name while looking in the, the same van. They're in the middle of like van. some deserted area or whatever. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And then like he's like, around oh, the side, not, not like kind of, I guess, hiding is sent to Paris because he was driving the van. And <laughs> so the thing is, is like you would expect that the guy who was driving the van before was sent to Paris. How like that was all lined up, but he's not. It's just, just that was some guy. guy. Yeah. Chakra soldier, whatever. But so he, he comes around the van and he sneaks up on Goro. Yep. And he's about ready to get Goro. Yeah, he's about to ready to, to jack him. And then we find out that this was a Taki taxi. Yeah. The whole time, <laughs> Taki is the one that picked him up. Yeah. And it's just like, this is great because you never know where Taki's going to come out. Right. <laughs> yeah. You're like, who is a master disguise? Forget Zol. It's Taki. It's Taki. He drove. <laughs> Goro never even realized he was the driver of the taxi. <laughs> exactly. I wonder if he had, like, a fake mustache or something we just didn't see. <laughs> yeah, pulled it off. He was <laughs> he was completely completely different person. Uh, it so was, he's fighting, uh, said to Peters, and he's actually doing okay, but, you know, he's going to lose eventually. And so Ta- um, uh, Gora runs off, but that's what he says. He's like, run. Yeah, and go run. Off. And the kid runs off. And uh, so he the kid's being chased by some some goons. Yeah. Uh, because because also Tachi, like uh, uh, Taki gets you know he's fighting he starts to get beat up and then more goons pop up yeah. around him and that's and that's like Santa Pierce is like goons take care of him mm-hmm. and yeah so Goro's being chased by some goons he runs to like by a shrine yeah because he like hides behind like a tombstone and evades them yeah and he thinks he's in the clear and then. Santa Pierce like appears out of nowhere, mm-hmm. like from behind a rock, grabs him, and he's just like, "Ah, it's like I got you." And then he like turns real quick and throws a knife, and there, it's, com- uh, it's not Kamen Rider, it's uh, Ichimoji. He's just there. Yeah. No. See, I, the part that I love too is that he uh, he grabs Goro. Like when he grabs him, he like squeezes him, and you hear this like. <laughs> And then he just passes out. And I'm like, did you just kill that kid? <laughs> Goro's dead. This is his exit. Yeah. How brutal. Uh, and so it's just, he's just like, Ichimoji, we knew you'd come. We know if yeah, anybody. Yeah, you fell into our trap. If anything happens to Goro, a common rider will be there. Yeah. It's like, this is one hell of a trap. Your trap is basically, if he shows up, you fell. Okay. This, this is funny. It's it's definitely the charm of Common Rider 71. He shows up to save Goro, and there's like, ha-ha, that was my trap all along. So basically, if he doesn't show up, your plan goes according to plan. If he does show up, your plan goes according to plan. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, yeah, works. Whether or not he shows up. It's what, a trap just as he appears. Because <laughs> I was thinking maybe like something was going to happen, people are going to jump out. No, no, it's just him fighting Common Rider. So what he does Let he me just, show you my power. So he just throws Goro on the ground. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then they start fighting, and this is where we see because obviously when you think of centipedes, uh, 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 you think of mind control powers. You think of mind control powers and uh, throwing star, throwing knives. Yeah. Yeah. obviously with all those legs, they can just throw extra ones. Yeah, just throw the spikes. Why not? That, that's exactly. It's obvious. Just like the hearing ability of rhinos. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> They're really small. Yeah, we're seeing it right here. Don't yeah. question it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's throwing it, these things, and he's using them as like tuning forks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. We don't know at first that's what is happening. He's so it's he's like a win, it's, so it's, it's it's like a win-win. Like if he hits you with a knife, you die. If you don't hit you with a knife, he's just laying his uh, a tuning forks all over the place. Yeah, so. because he says, "Now I'm going to destroy you with my brainwaves," and he does the the thumb thing. And uh, it, it, by the way, this whole time Haito is not henchin yet. Yeah, and so um, the, it's you start hearing the weird sound, and then he's like clutching his head, like, and then oh, he's just like, "Oh, just we got me. you. You're gonna die now. I'm up." Yeah, so he, he takes the kid and walks away, and so Hayato's like, "Oh my god, it's destroying my uh, brain, brain at the cell. cellular level." So he henchins to save himself. Yeah, smart. So this they pointed out later, this could this would be effective against Hayato, excuse me, because of. His, he, ultra, his hearing. Yeah, super hearing. You know, Kamen Rider has super hearing. Yeah. So sonic attacks would be more dangerous on him. Yeah. Unless you have the ability to shut it off like Superman. Yeah, it's like Daredevil's voice. Yeah. Well, actually, Superman, because the, the, the super attacks, the super sonic attacks don't work on him because of his invulnerability. Mm-hmm. That keeps the damage not happening, but the vibrations still happen. Right. <laughs> uh the thing is, as we talked about, Superman's OP, but that's the point of Superman. Right. That's like saying, oh, Saitama uh-huh. from One Punch Man. That's stupid. And you're like, no, that's the story. That's, it starts off episode one and never lied about that. Yeah. Uh, that's the whole point of the show is he's, he's, uh, he's OP. And like, 
that's that it's like you skip past the whole like power scaling arc and then if you're good you can make a story after that right superman it's 30 years so sometimes they don't make good stories no and that's usually not every one. writer should be writing Superman. and those are the stories that usually get made into movies <laughs> right but, yeah. isn't that right yeah it's because it would be too big of a budget for the other ones yeah but anyway, so we see uh, yeah. T- Taki, he's fighting some goons, like he's he's mopping him up, he's about to finish, and he sees that Santa Pierce is taking Gora to the van. So he, he's like, oh no, I gotta save him. Punches out the last goon, runs down, gets the guy's attention. Um, but gets, gets worked. Yeah, he gets kind of thrown into the van, and the door slammed on him, and he just gets totally whomped. I mean, we knew where this and was the, going. And then that, like, allows the other goons to come in and just, like, grab him by each arm and start wailing on him, punching bag style. Yeah. And then the goon that's just punching gets knocked out of the way. Yeah, right a break. Right a break right there. And uh, that gives Taki the energy to just take out these other goons real quick. And he's just like, hop on. We'll yeah, they jump Gora. on. They ride away with Cyclone. Because they have, they, they have a goal here. They're not sitting here wasting their time fighting goons. They need to go save Goro. Yeah. Um, so, I actually uh, really like that because a lot of the times they're just like, okay, let's finish these up first. Yeah. It's like, don't do that. So they're driving and uh, Centipiris, it's funny because he's like this guy driving a car in a suit. Like, <laughs> I just love to have one of these suits to like go to a convention and just yeah. dressed up. Like, the thing is, is literally current like amateur cosplayers have better suits than these. Yeah. So, so showing would, up in that. It, so it would be harder to make this suit. Because it's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> And then how many people are going to get that's where it's from? Yeah. Just you know? dress up. And this is going to be a secure creature, Santa Paris. Somebody's like, oh, look at the cosplay. It actually, it's like 100% authentic. This is the actual one. Yeah. I spent 12 grand buying this off of eBay. Yeah. <laughs> and even more than that to clean it. Yeah. 12 grand off of eBay. $1 million to clean it. <laughs> um. So uh, Santa Paris is just like, okay, I... I this was obviously going to happen. Right. So I prepared a plan for this, too. Yeah. And then just out of nowhere, Jabakin Door. Jabakin Door. Yeah. See? There's a reason we stand Jabakin Door. <laughs> yeah. Number one villain. And so, uh, uh, hi, uh, Taki's just like, it's Jabakin Door. And which makes sense because he fought Jabakin Door. Yeah. He was because, there for that. Because Hayato uh, wasn't. His wedding was almost foiled. Yeah. His fake wedding was almost foiled by Jabakin Door, who sucks the blood of people who dress in white. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, that's what I it did. It's so stupid. <laughs> so they get knocked <laughs> off, and uh, Kamen Rider's fighting Jabakin Door. Yeah, so they're fighting up on top of a cliff, and they actually, uh, maybe one of my favorite parts of the whole episode, uh, they they do this tumble. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, it's they're really doing it. Yeah. Neither of the actors can see, and both of them are in very real danger, if you actually think about it. Because yeah. it's a steep cliff. Yeah. You can land on your neck. So I, I like how they do it. It's like they're, they're holding each other's, like, knees or whatever to keep them from... Like flailing off yeah. and like landing on their head or whatever. Yeah. So it's more like they're adding their own uh, torso weight to it, each other's so legs. It's so funny in like when you learn about like how tumbling works or just how like uh, stunt fighting works is how much it's actually on the other side of what you think yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just like professional wrestling. How much is the guy that's getting hit selling that they just got hit? Yeah, like um, yeah. most of the time, like when they get like hit and the sparks fly, mm-hmm. the person who's getting hit is activating the sparks. Yeah. So they have to like control that because yeah. they are the, they know when the the attack hits because they can feel it versus mm-hmm. the guy who can't see anything doesn't know when the attack is hitting right and so they like they have to activate can you imagine just activating explosives on yourself yeah <laughs> uh, yeah there's, I'm sure there's like a uh, like a week long class of just getting over the fear of sparks <laughs> flying in your eyes yeah you know so burning just, like one hot cinder in like just gets right between your yeah. your uh, face and, and chest we saw plate. that like earlier when like it was all the girls fighting the 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 shocker goons and oh. then, like they were the shocker goons were selling being beaten mm-hmm. but when you look at the girls they're like barely doing any acrobatic yeah, like, whenever they're blocking something they're like closing their eyes <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that's you know it's what happens like honestly the unsung, unsung heroes, heroes. Yeah. Like, and and the fact is is that's how it's supposed to be yeah that you're uh if you notice it too much then they're doing it wrong yeah you know yeah. They, it's, it's, it's kind of like wire work when you notice it then you know it's not doing it right right yeah, you're not supposed to notice the wires <laughs> yeah you're not supposed to you're not supposed to be better than the actor that's supposed to beat you up yeah so yeah. um so yeah they get down to the bottom and then he like kicks Jabakin door away and then Cesarean, Cesarean, or whatever, and he's just like Cesarean. I've never seen you before, but I recognize you instantly. Yeah, I was I was wondering that too. I'm like, no, no, no. You can't tell me episode three villain is somebody you remember. Did did like? I'm assuming uh, he's 
fought them before. Because when Jiba Condor, uh, Jabakendor comes back, he's like, oh, did Shocker revive? You know, Jabakendor? No, well, like, this has happened before because remember, he fought all, all, uh, 13? 13. I thought that was uh, Hongo. I mean, It wasn't him. Mm. It was Hayato. Yeah, yeah. So, but but so, Taki was there. So Taki was the one. Yeah, Taki would know for sure. But Taki was the one who said that they were revived. Yeah. But uh, maybe he just got a briefing from uh, It has to Hongo? be. I'm sure like everything could be explained could, away with the, you know. Yeah, he's like, well, you know, they brought him back before. Maybe you know how to beat and, and things like this, you could totally be like, here's FBI footage from our satellite. Or yeah. Whatever. I mean, if they had the concept but of yeah, satellites. But yeah, this is also a funny thing is like... <laughs> I don't know because I don't remember, but Cesarian, it's not Cesarian, it's Cesarian or something. Cesarian, yeah. Cesarian. He doesn't have a belt. No. But I don't know if he had a belt. I can't remember. Can't remember either. Because, um, like, the the logical reason that he wouldn't have a belt, like, maybe they only have two. But <laughs> I feel like this is the worst combination of two things that they could have picked to come back because uh, it just reminds me of how much better the Cesarian suit is compared to most yeah uh, like and jabakendor is like the one of the worst yeah <laughs> so it's like it stands out so much yeah it's <laughs> like uh, so jabakendor suit if you haven't seen it, it looks like it's just a melted other suit <laughs> yeah it's straight garbage yeah we love him yeah um, anyways so, uh, so he you know he we do the whole whip thing it's the same sort of fight that he had with uh hongo but you know hayato he does his backflip gets out of the fight he's next to taki and taki runs up oh i mean he tells him i lost sight of the van and that's the end of the scene yeah because uh they were just supposed to delay him yeah and it worked because they're like we're not going to be able to beat him because he beat us plus 11 other guys yeah <laughs> so, we were literally just i mean like his Hong, time. i mean hongo did yeah but remember how the how it goes is that uh they've kind of established it in canon that the longer you're a cyborg the stronger you get right and so that's why uh the the returned ones this is all headcanon but this is the reason why the returned ones aren't as strong as they were when they first came out because first off they're using recycled parts right and then uh, also because they haven't been around long enough to become strong and also i guess i mean Who's who's to say the base was a different person? You yeah, know, you know. Yeah, it could have been a weaker candidate for especially yeah. for the kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's plenty of reasons why Common Rider can beat a bunch of them when he had trouble with one of them before. Right. Yeah. So they weren't there to beat him; they were there just to lay him. Uh, and this happens a couple of times where they just bring back old suits because they have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also need a reason why Common Rider does something, why he stops, or why he's there. Right. Yeah. But, rather than just get off his bike to fight a couple of goons. Yeah. So, uh, so it goes to Colonel Zoll, and he's addressing Great Leader about because I think he's being uh, asked when he can do the plan. He's basically like, he's updating Leader. Yeah, he's like they're already ready. So damn, they are fast because now these child 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 soldiers are ready to go take over the world. Quote. Yeah. Uh, Junior Shocker is just ready to take him and out. And it's like, and, and he's just like, nobody will ever suspect the child soldiers. And and Leader's just like, somebody would. We both know him. And he's like, Comet Rider. That will that be won't the, be a problem. That will be the first test. Yeah, this is where we're we're gonna take him out first. And it shows the kids. Uh, it seems like Sarah Sarian was brought back to be like, uh, yeah, at arms instructor. You know, so they're they're lined up in front of a board, this, and he's, he's pointing out the their standard weaponry. So we have a gun that can shoot twenty four rounds at fifteen hundred meters. That's crazy. Yeah, and then an even crazier gun that can shoot thirty two round bursts at two thousand meters. Yeah, they're just making up numbers. I know. It's just it's good. It's six hundred IQ. Uh, can you imagine if that kind of even if that weapon's insane? Yeah. So it's like insane. this this is pre internet making up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Those numbers are insane. We any country that had that weapon, we would already would have already taken over the world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure there are guns that can do that, but they're usually mounted to vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, it just, it's like, and it's not like they use real bullets either. It's just like infinite laser weaponry or whatever. Yeah. Well, some they nonsense. use projectile bullets of some sort <laughs> that you see later. But yeah, it's just, they go outside and they show that they. Oh, oh, and it's got infrared scopes. <laughs> yeah. Which it doesn't. No. It doesn't have any scope No on. scope at all. Uh, so, yeah, the kids are outside and they're doing they're, target practice. Well, well it's, uh, what it does show is that they just hit no matter where you're pointing it. Yeah. Because these kids are pointing nowhere near the target. Yeah, bullseye, bullseye, bullseye. <laughs> so they're all But it shows that good. Goro is one of them. Yes, he is now, he's fully indoctrined. And so we see Zol say that they are trained in bombs, toxins, guns. They're ready. Yes, they're you ready. Know, they know everything they need to know. No one we, we, will we, know. We got like, what is it, like eight of them? We're going to yeah. take over the world. Exactly. It's like six or seven. Because they kidnapped four. There was already two there. So six, seven with Goro. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so it goes to the next scene, and it's um, 
Taki. He's coming into the room. This is either Hayato's or Taki's room. Yeah, it's one of the two. And he's he's talking to each other, and he's really, he's ate up about the whole thing. Yeah. And so it's been, who knows how long, it's an unspecified amount of time that he's he's been missing. And so he's really frustrated. And we find out the reason why he's frustrated. He says that he's got he's got no no home. He's got no friends. He's no, got really he's none. got no family. Yeah. He's got no siblings. Yeah. And he always was thinking of Goro as like a little brother. Yeah. He's, he's and, alone in life, and, and Goro's his little bro. And uh, Hayato's just like me too. Yeah, I feel you, the same way. Uh, which would make sense that you would get the Interpol uh treatment that would make you believe you're an FBI agent in Japan. So, <laughs> double layer. We're we're pretty sure he's F, a undercover FBI undercover interval. <laughs> um so uh you start they hear footsteps. They hear footsteps and then the door opens and it's the kids. Yeah, Goro and company and yeah. he's pointing a gun at them and so yeah, no, it it hits They have a every- moment where they're like Goro. No. And and, and then and then Hayato's just like, "Whoa! Get no, down. Get down." Throws up a, up a table. A, a, like a, a and table that wouldn't stop like a pair of scissors. Right. Luckily, Goro shoots the window above him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we find out that all of these children are star troopers. Oh, uh, stormtroopers. Stormtroopers. Yeah. yeah. They're they have star troopers. Oh, starship troopers is what I was saying. Yeah. yeah stormtroopers. No, star, starship troopers make their shots. No, they did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, I'm saying the, the name. The reason yeah. why I said star instead yeah. of storm. So yeah, they're all stormtroopers. They they they're great on paper, and then you see them fight, and you're like, wow, you just missed forty well, rounds. It was obvious what it is is they don't have circles painted on. Yeah. <laughs> right um yeah so it's yeah they need the rings for the to targeting the zoom in yeah. sort of the, the infrared scope apparently means uh homing yeah but well, not well, against that's the thing people. is maybe they're maybe they have to be a dark yeah maybe maybe <laughs> there's some uh something going on so there. anyways they basically just like maybe the table's just throwing them off yeah this is this is when uh Haito's just like, uh, he's brainwashed. Look at his eyes. His eyes look a lot like Colonel Zoll looked when he was ma- pretending to be you. <laughs> right. Dead inside. I mean, they don't say that, but he does look like... Uh, and then he's got the, the mascara around mm-hmm. the eyes. Uh, and then he's just like, there so must, he be must be hypnotized. There must be a shocker troop a soldier uh, controlling him. And then outside the house on a hill, you see the thumbs. Mm. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we got to take him out. So they just rush them. Yeah, this is the greatest way to get out of a situation. So, the, to, so to put it in perspective, there's a there's a short hallway, and the door's blocked by eight kids with guns that are all firing at them and shooting at the window and wall, not at the table. This is how they get through it. They pick up the table, they run through them as if they were children holding pl- toy guns, uh, and they're like, "Hey, hey, don't you leave!" You know, rather than shooting them, it's great. They just muscle through. Yeah, and then like they turn the table around and then they close the door behind them. That's it. <laughs> and they just hold the door, and it's just like. My first thought is shoot through the door. Shoot through the door. Like, apparently, it's not capable. They don't even try. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Haito says, keep them in there. I'm going to go find the shocker guy to take care of. And he's like, mm-hmm. okay. So, he just holds the door. Um, inside the room, the kids are like, okay, well. Well, first, they're beating on it with no results. <laughs> yeah. And then Goro's like, use the expl- uh, use the bombs. Because I guess Goro's their leader. Yeah. <laughs> I, it makes sense. Yeah. And so, <laughs> the kid, like, basically, uh, he's like, here, take my knife. I don't know if you notice that. He hands <laughs> off a knife. He grabs some, like, toothpaste, like, rubs it on the, the door. And that's all we see for now. Yeah. Uh, because it goes Plastic outside. explosives. Right. <laughs> it goes outside, and, and um, Haito's using his super hearing to locate the yeah. shocker villain. So, he's on the roof. So, this is the... Kind uh, of a reminder. The hearing roof. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the hearing roof. Uh, so, yeah. And so, he sees them in a distant mountain. Henshin. Henshin, and he jumps to that mountain in one jump. Yep. He jumps across the entire city. Who the hell needs Cyclone? Yeah. <laughs> Just wasting your abilities. And then he starts fighting uh, uh, Centipiers. Yeah. And um, so it's kind of an even fight, and then he gets grappled. Like, yeah. It, it gets behind him. He's got him in like a headlock with like one leg wrapped around his leg, and is like, you know, gloating about how yeah. he's winning. Um, and then Jabeki Door comes yeah. in, just like punch him in the face. It's almost like it's almost like Jabeki Door ruined the plan. Like he <laughs> he had him held down. Well, they're 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 obviously using WWE maneuvers here. Yeah, where one person holds and the other person comes in and punches him in the face. Right, or just like a, like a half-assed kick to the stomach, and the guy's yeah. like, oh. And so it's the and then Cesarean, uh, Cesarean comes in, and so it's three on one. Yeah, um, and, but then it turns into two on one. Yeah, because. Cindy Pierce doesn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. This is when I'm like, do they only have the two belts? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, they have to share belts. <laughs> yeah. So, so they, they're going back. He kills Jabakendor with a kick. Kills Rider Jabe- kick. Kills Cesarian with a rider throw, which literally just plants him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's a plant. He just buries him into the sand. 
and then uh and then Santa Pierce comes in and they fight some. Yeah, so we see a quick scene of um Taki because he, they finally get the explosives on the door and they're about to light it. And Taki's like, "Don't do it." Don't. You and know. so they light it. Of course they're going to do it. <laughs> um um so yeah, they they're they're fighting again. He ends up doing another rider kick, I believe. Yes, but this is a different rider kick cuz he's they're both jumping this time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh the guy who's doing the rider really just kicks the guy. Yeah, just kind of meh. Kicks him. Yeah, it, and but, even but the he, death animation is so half-ass compared to before cuz usually they'll do like the bubbles or like some wind blowing. Yeah. This is just like here's um like a picture of a fire but kind of off to the right. Like it's, they miss- it's, it's a superimposed fire picture. The editing was bad. Yeah. And then he's dead. Yeah. And then the kids are just like, oh, what? Huh? Huh? Yeah, they're, like, they're still holding the guns, but they're all trying to figure out where they are and what they're doing. And the Kamen Rider jumps all the way back to the, the room. One shot. And so, yeah, gets inside without destroying everything. Yeah. Uh, runs in and pulls they're out like, the thing oh, and opens Rider. the door. And they're like, Rider, Rider. Yeah, he stomps out the fuse. Yeah. Uh, and they're all super excited. Yep. And uh, that's pretty much the end of the episode. And scene. Uh, the, the, the scene, the episode ends with Rider riding off with Goro. Okay. Uh, not common rider, but Hayato. Right. Hayato is like, and they're running off. So he finally got his bike license. I guess so. Uh, it's like he could ride a bike. He just couldn't legally ride a bike. So. Oh, private property. Yeah. So yeah. on private property, you can do whatever you want. But like, that's why during the original, like the early episodes with like Hurricane Joe and stuff like that, he transformed like right away. Right. Uh, I, he probably has it now, but he just didn't have it when he like first got the role, which is why they made it so the jump, mm-hmm. which you know that's how that's how they create things and it becomes what it is now. Uh, so yeah, what is your suck? My suck, um, it's the stormtrooper aim. <laughs> it's because it's like they're not only are they missing horribly, but they're also aiming at the ceiling. Yeah, and uh, so. Head cannon. It's the kids not actually wanting to hurt them, kind of fighting off the. Uh... Yeah, but really, it's like I I would have rather them never even get the chance to shoot a shot than that whole scene. I mean, it was funny. Don't get me wrong; it had its own charm. But uh, yeah, it was just like, come on. My my suck is him just. Uh, now you die. I'm out. You know, it, we see it a lot, but it's just like when he's just like when they're fighting at the shrine, right? And he's just like, oh, we're out. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And you fell into my trap, which was that you're, I'm going to do everything I can to get away. Yeah. I'm just going to run away. That was the trap. My trap, yes. Oh, uh, what is your Segoy? Everything else. Yeah. It was great. I mean, I, there were some stuff um, that I really, really liked. I think I think. Oh, it's... the one thing we forgot about the scene is like when he kills Centipiris, it goes back to the base. Oh, with the console blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, Centipiris. And it's Zolder. He's like, Centipiris is dead. Surprise. Common Rider. <laughs> He's he's like uh Dr. Claw. Yeah. Darn Grr. you, Carmen Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so the uh there there were a lot of things like I wasn't expecting GB Condor to come back. That was a nice twist, but I think really the the winner, the MVP has got to be the characterization like uh like the just the the connection between Taki and Goro and like uh yeah. how, how their bond has grown. And it's the kind of thing that it's the kind of character because uh, you see that he has they he does treat him like a little brother, right? Yeah, yeah. and it's exactly. not it, it's like when you say that it's not like all out of left field. You're like, right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been that way since the uh, first time with the ramen or whatever. You yeah, know? Um, and this kind of characterization that doesn't uh, get rid of the flexibility of the episodic nature of the show. Yeah, you know, it's not like ah, I hate all whatever, and then now your character's stuck with that forever. Yeah, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they can just write the same as they were before, and like that just adds to it instead of taking away from. Yeah, it. exactly. So my uh, my Sugoi is just the the child soldier plan. Yeah, it's actually not the worst plan. I mean, obviously it was done in a way that could never be hidden from the world. Yeah. Like you would obviously know this is a child soldier. Yeah, calling themselves Junior Shocker, walking around with a gun and uh, you know face paint on. Yeah, it, it's not like the hidden kid that it could be. Yeah, but the plan itself, as far as using brainwashed children to go and wreak havoc. Yes. Yeah, nobody would think it was a group of kids with mm-hmm. high tech weaponry. You know, and the ability to use toxins and bombs. No, give me a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not going to think a nine year old kid did that. Yeah. <laughs> uh so uh, yeah. So now we have to think up wider rider ranking. The rider ranking. Uh, so Nigo is actually pretty far down there. Mm-hmm. He is below Kuga. Uh, oh no, yeah, he's below Kuga above Ichigo. That's it. Yeah. He is um, six out of eight. Okay. How did Yua get so high up again? Oh, because she was helping out. 
No, but Valkyrie is eight. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right, right, right. So each, that's right. We bumped him up. I was thinking he was eighth, and that's why. I just, no, uh, Net wasn't even listening to the numbers. Yeah, um, he hasn't. I mean, Ichigo has been the one that's been uh, on eighth. Uh, Valkyrie is actually below Ichigo. Yeah, even though Ichigo hasn't been in the show for like fourteen episodes. Right. <laughs> the memory of Ichigo is stronger than her character. Yeah. Uh, we might wish to raise him up because uh, Jibaka Condor is here. It's like, oh, he fought that. That was good. That was good. <laughs> yeah, Jibaka Condor is here. Let's raise him up above Kuga. Um, I almost think that Nigo is better than Kuga at this yeah. point because, like, the last couple episodes was Kuga with Kid, and mm-hmm. like, this is uh Nigo with Kids, and this is done better. Yeah, it's done yeah, more it's com- not, common Rider. Yeah, it's not wasted on some sort of weird. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I did like how he connected with the kid as far as getting on his level, you know, the, his approach there. Um, I don't know. This episode's just classic fun, though. Yeah. He fought three bad guys at once. I mean, come on. I don't think he's better than Excel. No. But I think he's better than Kuga at this point. And like, Kuga will probably go back up. Oh, I almost guarantee it. He just has to do something this episode. That's the trick. So um, that would mean that he is now at number five. With, so the list now stands at double, zero, one, Vulcan, XL, Nigo, Kuga, Ichigo, and Valkyrie. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. It'll be a while now until we get, like, any more writers for writing through the ages. Oh, as in this is the what, the list, the pool that we're working with until... Uh, yeah, unless we add some... Season. Unless we, like, make some zero ones in there and stuff like that. But I think they're pretty much established as being antagonists, not actual heroes. Yeah. I mean, we'll find out. I mean, I I'm, I would happily accept that yeah. if it turns out that they join the fold and then yeah. I can finally put two more people above Yua. Yes. <laughs> we never know. I mean, she's probably not going to redeem herself at all, but you never know. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Um... Uh, yeah, because there's no main writers for Double, no main writers for Kuga, and yeah, Zero One's the only one I'm not sure about, but I'm pretty sure that the the, the three that we have right now are pretty much it for, because I don't think Dowser's going to become a hero in a test. I highly <laughs> doubt it. <laughs> highly, highly doubt it. <laughs> I mean, I've seen weirder character changes. You know, Juggernaut was on the X-Men for a while, and it was amazing. <laughs> Uh, so the next episode of Common Rider seventy one is Underground Monster Molong. Molong, yeah. Mole. Yep. Okay. Mole monster. Mole monster. Yeah. M O L U N G. So now, is there going to be a trend where it brings back like two of the older villains, like every episode, or just like one of them, that kind of thing? Trying to I, reuse I th- those suits. I think it's just whenever they feel like it. Okay, so it's not like a set. Yeah. Okay. It's nowhere near like. Yeah, you can expect it this time. I think they just had them, and they, like, needed some time. Mm. Uh, but then our next episode will be of Kamen Rider Kuga, episode 37, Haman Horrible. It's a JoJo reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, and hopefully I think it gets better, Kuga. Mm. Kuga does, like, what will most likely happen is, like, once we're done with Kuga, we'll think fondly over Kuga. See, okay, so th- that's the thing. When we get done with the series, we'll have to look over the series as a whole to yeah. decide where the writer goes. We can't base it off the last episode. Yeah. We have to look at the achievements of the entire series, and that, that's just for the writer ranking. Yeah. But also, um, you know, things like, okay, would I have enjoyed this more if I was watching it consecutively? You know, those kinds of questions will come up. And I'm sure there, the aesthetic of Kuga is pretty good. So I'm sure that's going to factor in. Mm-hmm. But um, like episode to episode, it's one of the, the worst series in our pool. Yeah. Not in general for Common Rider. I just want to, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just that. Um, Out of these four, I think it's the, the weakest one. Uh, yeah. I'm not waking up in the morning to watch Kuga. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see it. Just yeah. that, you know, I, I'm not starting my week with Kuga. We never finished Kuga and wished the setting was that we could just watch the whole show in a row. Yeah. Like, every time we finished an episode of Zero One, Double, or 71, we're like, what if we just watch another one of these? Yeah, let's just watch more of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I, I can watch 71 with anybody just because, like, even if they don't understand what the hell's going on, we can all have a good time with it. Yeah. Um, Zero One, I feel like... It's like, okay, I would watch it, but I guarantee I'm not just going to start with the first episode. I'm be like, look, no, you got to watch two episodes. Yeah. And we'll we'll get there. You're going to love the suits. Yeah. And then eventually you're going to love the story. Trust Here's me. the second episode. If you watch the first three episodes, because that's the right. introduction of all three sides of the, the argument. Right. Of like, 
they're the greatest thing, they're the worst thing ever, and they're, they're a just tool. they're just tools. Neutral. Yeah. So that those three episodes with its uh was a strong introduction for Fua, uh, Artito, and Yua. Mm-hmm. And then Yua just fell in the wayside like much later. She know she lost her voice. Yeah. Um about ten episodes in, that's when as soon as Thouser came in. Yeah. Um uh but I mean like it, we said, we we hate Thouser and that we love to hate Thouser because he's like the ultimate jerk yeah he's he he's 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 the embodiment of every ceo we I ever, love to hate him i really do he's the embodiment of every ceo that we've ever heard of or ever uh-huh. known of and arto's the the small independent f- family-run company that's got a giant tower and it's billions of dollars <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and i do want to say again though it's it's also it's not that we don't want to watch kuga back to back it's that we don't want to do a podcast about kuga back to back yeah it's like because there's a lot of times where things can just be summed up and we kind of have to do we want to do a five minute episode or do we want to actually talk about how yeah because kuga is like like a lot of uh, not a lot happens per episode of kuga that's right i mean that's that's how the style was it's not yeah it's it's drama yeah Yeah. that's how the style was in 2000 just like how it's almost melodramatic that's how uh uh 71 that's how the style was in 71 um like I've said before, there is less difference between Double and Zero One than there is between any of the other ones in, from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because they kind of figured out what they were doing with the show. The formula was created. Yeah. Um, it's zero, you are seeing in Zero One the problem of everybody's a writer. Yeah. Um, where they don't have that in Double. Double. Yeah. Where it was just the two of them. And, and certainly not in Kuga, where you can have actual characters. Yeah. Uh, like. Uh, Ichijo. Yeah. I almost pulled the U and forgot his name. Yeah, Ichijo. I was about to I was about to. Yeah. Uh Sugita. Sugita's a great character. Oh yeah. Yeah, he definitely growing on me. I mean, he was kind of he was one of those cool background characters that I never thought was actually going to be utilized in any way. Yeah. But now you see him as like the tough and like the the beat cop that the guy who's just like I just don't uh, I'm just pulling through the motions, but I the world has changed so much. Do we do it? He's yeah. like the hardcore guy who's like all of a sudden everything is a cyber crime, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he's the he's the guy I can see that goes home to a, a wife and two kids, and uh, you know has that sort of like if, if this was a, a procedural cop show here in America, he's the one that's having like relationship problems with his wife. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> because he's not home as often as he should be these days. Well, he even said at one point he's just like. Like he doesn't get to see his kid as much as he wants, right? And stuff like that. Yeah, so. no, he's the one that's got the the stress of paying off a mortgage and might turn dirty, but we're all gonna feel bad that he had to do that yeah. and not just get the wage he deserves. No, he, it wouldn't be like <laughs> it. They they wouldn't do it like because of the mortgage. It's like his kid needs special medical yeah, treatment. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's one like, of those things where it's like, damn it, I, I come on, Ichijo, break your rigid uh, uh, structure just this once and let him go. Yeah, but he can't. Yes, so uh, and he's ate up about it too. Yeah. Uh, there we go. We just need a show now. Kuga spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, that will be our next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been Eric. Uh, I'm Eugene, and we will see you next time.